0: Well, hello, this is Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We are going to jump into Acts chapter 9. We're actually going to finish it today. And we left off, remember, Saul had had this miraculous conversion. He'd received multiple death threats in Damascus and Jerusalem, and then he'd been sent on his way to go preach the gospel. And I believe Peter was inspired to go and go on his first journey as well, where he's preaching the gospel um, out into Judea, And he ends up in a place called Lida, and he heals a man who's been lame from birth. And we're about to see him raise somebody back to life. And both of these things point to Jesus's ministry. Jesus uh, raised a paralytic man back up, uh, healed him, gave him new life. He did it on the Sabbath, which was one of the reasons uh, that he was convicted of or falsely and murdered, uh, because he healed on the Sabbath. Um, And then we also remember Jesus healing his friend, Lazarus, who had been uh, dead and buried in the grave. And there's even a, a verse in there where they protest and say, Jesus, don't don't open the grave, it stinks. And yet Jesus heals Lazarus and he walks out looking almost like a mummy wrapped in, in clothes. And so now we're gonna see Peter who's doing those same things. Jesus' spirit, God's spirit, is so powerful with the apostles that they're doing miracles. And these miracles are not just to do miracles. They're not just for the healing. They're so that people will know the gospel. So let's jump into verse 36 and let's hear about this last story. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which is Greek for Dorcas. Now that's a weird name to us, but she had two different names. Tabitha was her Hebrew name and Dorcas was her Greek name, both of which coincidentally mean gazelle. And uh, so, anyway, it continues. She was doing all. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. So this woman was known in the community for doing great things. She had uh, shared her her gifts, her uh, skills, her time, her energy with people who were less fortunate than her, so that. Uh, she could help them. She's a believer, so I also believe she's sharing the gospel with them at the same time. Verse 38 But the believers had heard that Peter was in nearby at Lydda, so they sent two men to bring him. Please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, he took them to the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room, then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and the believers and he presented uh, presented her to them alive. He does this huge miraculous thing. He raises this woman back to life and he presents her back to the people that are there. Verse 42, the news spread through the whole town and many believed in the Lord. Common theme, miracle leads to life transformation for the people around when they see it. Verse 43, and Peter stayed a long time in Joppa living with Simon, a tanner of hides. So Peter uh, takes up residence on this coastal town and he's doing ministry out of there in Joppa. And the big idea that I wanna leave us with today, we've talked a lot about how miracles lead to uh, conversions. We've talked a lot about how the apostles ministry was mirroring Jesus's ministry. But I wanna keep this personal to us. And when we look at Tabitha, which is, um, I love that this is the first, we get to hear about a woman doing great things. We know that women were doing great things, they just weren't necessarily written down for us. But we read about Tabitha who's doing great things in her community. My question to you is, I don't want to dwell on death. I don't want to think about death, but at some point in my life, I'm going to die. And we all know that when we die, there are going to be people who are sad, who are going to miss us, who are going to be lonely, who are going to mourn for us. But the real question in my mind is, what will they be able to say about our life? What kind of legacy will we leave? And when Peter walks into this room, there's a legacy of people who are standing up and saying, look at what Tabitha did for me. Look at what she did for me. Look how she changed my life. That's the kind of legacy that I want us to dream about. We generally think just about today or the next five minutes or what's gonna happen uh, tomorrow. We don't think 30 years into the future. And what if we did? What kind of legacy could we leave if we really focused on the long term? Let's pray. God, you are separate from time. And so you know our past, our present, and our future. And God, we uh, are called to live in the present, to be uh, with you in this moment. But God, I want to pray for us to look forward to what future you have for us and dream dreams that would be in line with your will. God, I pray for each one of us that you would use us in mighty ways to do great things and that we would be able to leave a legacy that was worth writing about. God, you are such a good God, and we love you in such uh, amazing ways. Amen.